This is emotional me. 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 Hi there. My name is Peter Tadeo and I produce radio and TV contents. Up until now, I was oblivious to my emotions. I often reacted in a reflex rather than in conscious choices, and I thought that managing your emotions is something you're either naturally good at or you're not, like something you're born with rather than something you learn. But with the ups and downs of life, I found myself overwhelmed by emotions. They had me puzzled, I started questioning my sanity, and I could feel them crushing my spirit. And so to save myself and others like me, I have decided to create this podcast where I explore deeper on emotional intelligence. Under the guidance of a registered counseling psychologist, Amichi Nduka Agu. So let us explore together right here on Emotional Me. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to Emotional Me. Another great day, another good moment for us to learn something different about emotional intelligence. That's what we do on each episode. We have a different topic, we have a different conversation, sometimes different guests, all with one intention of exploring our emotional worlds. And today what's on the table is something very, very crucial. If you are a parent, if you are a young person listening out there today, we have something very, very important for you. And for the loyal listeners of Emotional Me, something else that is exciting today is that we have a new voice on the show today. You'll get to know her in just a moment. And the reason she's here is that she has developed this amazing program specifically for helping teenagers explore their emotional challenges. All the new experiences, the hormonal development in the body can make those teenage years be very challenging for some. And if not well equipped emotionally, these challenges might pull you to some dark corners, some dark places. And just as a proof of that, this week as I was preparing for this episode, I came across this story of a mother. Her name is Jacqueline Mutere. She is from Kenya and she was in a church sharing her testimony of what led to the death of her son who died by suicide. And in her testimony, you can vividly see that it was the emotional battle that her son was going through and it got so difficult in the end, he decided to keep it to himself and he lacked the important tools to help him navigate those challenges and at the end, so sad that he decided to die by suicide. Listen to the testimony a little bit so that you can understand the importance of today's conversation, the importance of you listening to this episode from now until the end so that you can understand this program that we are about to discuss today with my guest on this show. My name is Peter Tadeo, the expert. Explorer-in-Chief is exciting today. I'm not here with Amichi. I'm here with a new voice. You'll get to know her in just a second. That my son committed suicide. And he committed suicide on my veranda. And my two small children are the ones who found him. And they kept telling me, Mommy, come and see. Kuna game mbaya chichi anacheza. And it was a Sunday evening and we had just had supper. And I thought that it was just one of his antics because he was a difficult boy. He became very difficult after he failed his Form 4 exams. 
And so finally, when they, they kept going and coming, going and coming, and I was in my room. When I went outside, I found my son hanging on my veranda, and the most wicked, wicked, wicked sight in my life is to see his tongue hanging almost up till here. I screamed, and I climbed up immediately, and I collected him, and I put him down, and I rushed. I started calling his sisters to take him to hospital. So we rushed to hospital. When we reached there, nobody actually was doing anything. I told them to put him on oxygen because he was lacking oxygen, and his fingers had become gray. That usually happens after two minutes or about six minutes of lack of oxygen in the, in the body. So I walked out, and I just went and I told God, God, please help me. Please help me. So when I went back, they were not doing anything. I asked them, what, why aren't you doing anything? And then it just dawned on me that actually it was over. And as it was over, there was no need for oxygen. And there was no need for anything else. That is the most wicked, hateful thing that you'll ever need to see. Youth. There is nothing so hard that cannot be discussed. Whether it was sexual violence, which I came to discover that he had been sodomized, whether it was bullying in school, whether it was peer pressure, whether it was failing his exam. So recognize, please, when somebody starts shutting down, there is a problem. This boy had grown up as a very healthy, loving, fun-loving boy, but something happened somewhere along the line, and he just started withdrawing. And I kid you not, within six months, he had committed suicide. Okay, so we can start now. So hello, 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 listening. Hello, hello. Karibu sana, Remy, how are you? Asante sana for having me. I'm great. Yeah. I'm probably going to be super emotional <laughs> on this podcast, <laughs> but uh, thank it's you okay, for having me. It's okay, because this is emotional me. <laughs> I figured I brought all the emotional me today. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so we're going to get to know more about Remy, and today our conversations will go around adolescence teenage years you know our favorite years to remember yeah <laughs> i don't know some people refer to this age as a foolish age what is your take on that mm, i mean everyone has their own experiences and i can't take people's thoughts away of their own teenage i feel uh, like for me it was definitely a learning stage we're always in a learning stage but if we look back and we feel that what we learned was foolish maybe we mm. should reconsider that and be like the thing I learned there were very impactful maybe <laughs> at least for me I can say that for myself all right. but I think something we can all agree on is uh, it's a learning it's the age that is full of learning learning doesn't stop mm-hmm. in life of course but at this age new things new experiences new people new places so emotional intelligence how does it fit into this age? How, why it's mm. crucial, important, and so much needed in this age and the value that it can add when going through this age. Okay. So that's what we have for you today with Remy. Yay! To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me, go to www.anchor.fm slash 
Emotional Me. To share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me Pod. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255-654-993-220. So let's start with yourself. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Remy. Let's get to know you a bit. <laughs> um, that is always the most awkward part, right? When you have to talk about yourself. <laughs> so first of all, my name is Rehema. Beautiful name my parents gave me. It means a blessing. Rehema is a Swahili. In English, I think it means blessing. I'm so grateful that they gave me this name. <laughs> I'm very grateful uh, for this. Um, no, truly. And yeah, but throughout my years, um, Remy just developed out of different reasons. Mm-hmm. First of all, I grew up in a country where they kind of had difficulties to say my full name. They always stumbled over um, Rehema. And I guess it's also part of like you growing into your own self. I guess a lot of us have nicknames, okay. right? And I, that also plays back in finding, like fitting in where you are. I had many names in between, like people were horrendous. But I feel like Remy is something I really felt comfortable with. Okay. So I'm up to now. People know me as Rehema, Awata mm. uh, Remy. So that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And in the context of what mm-hmm. we are talking about today, I know you're also into developing and facilitating programs yes. for young people, for adolescents in relation to emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can tell us something about that as well. Yes, I came here, mm-hmm. um, especially with this topic. So um, in my past lives, um, there's a time I was a teacher, okay, classroom teacher. Oh. So born in Tanzania, grew up in Tanzania, but did my whole school in Germany, right? So we'll come back to that later and the different experiences which that brought to it. Uh-huh. But I went to study education and I went to study comparative religion, science and education and did my end diploma as a teacher, a Montessori teacher to be very explicit, okay. right? So like small classrooms, mm. haptic learning, a lot of touching, a lot of learning through the earth, right? Mm-hmm. That impacted me very much. And at the same time, I always knew like, ah, I want to come back to Tanzania and work here and just be here. <laughs> so I did come back a couple of years ago and I started off as a classroom teacher, okay. which was an interesting experience. And with what I had brought with me, like as me as a person and as me with my knowledge, I just realized that's not the way I'm going to be working, right? Um, so I did different positions, different schools, different institutions. And so in Tanzania, we have to say, or I feel like a lot of us have to admit, it's very academical. Mm. School is very academic. It's about your grades. It's about, and school is expensive too, right? Yeah. School is very expensive. And if you get good grades, you get to good schools and then you get a good, you know, like that's how we're conditioned yeah. and that's how we're trained. And also then later turns into a big stress factor of ours. So I was lucky enough to be in a position where I could a little bit go away from the academia and look at the child, you know, mm. like how can we take those stressors away, right? Yeah. So through multiple positions, 
positions and multiple jobs, um, I always got one step closer to where I wanted to be. A bit Prof- of exploring. Exactly. Like yeah. at least professionally. And it helped <laughs> me also grow like, okay. and to fit more into who I really want to be. Sure. Then I fusioned the different schools I went through, right? Mm. My, let's say, academic schools, my cultural schools, my mm. emotional learnings I went through myself. And not that I'm the first one doing it. Scientists and like all around the world, all around the globe, there has been this huge research on coming back to emotional learning, right? Learning through doing, learning through practice, mm. including learning into your everyday living life, right? Yeah. So there's so many different layers. Unfortunately, I didn't find an institution which completely fitted with my vision. And what does one have to do if they don't find what they are seeking for? (laughs) (laughs) They'll have to create it. Um, So I'm super grateful that currently I'm putting together curating. I'm not inventing the wheel completely Mm. new because there have been incredible people who've done this work, which we can rely on. We can rely on our cultural knowledge. We can rely on our ancestral knowledge right on our environmental knowledge because we can actually use nature so I'm trying to combine all of these different things and put it in and I'm borrowing this word from other academias a holistic approach (laughs) right to look at like at least the things which are aware to myself and me Uh I'm trying to look at as many things possible and look at it and because that's my favorite age I'm going to look at teenagers (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because there's Ah, just so much Oh, that's my favorite age. Uh, that's my favorite age. Like something between 13 and 17 or 13 yeah. and 18 because um, you used the word foolish before. I used very like <laughs> learning, incredible. And i also tell you why because that's also scientifically when you look at how a brain grows, like you're born, right? And intrinsically you already breathe, right? You need food. Like, mm. you know, like you learn how your body system and then you learn to see, you learn to touch. So that's like toddler age, right? Yeah. Where you already learn a lot your whole body right Mm. that's your body and then you start kg in school and you learn technical things you learn tools like writing reading measurements on all the way we're also learning social skills or we're supposed to learn social skills right Mm -hmm. so and then you're set into school and you're getting all this academia and then you're kind of a teenager and then you're like now you're supposed to figure out right you're supposed to figure out (laughs) what happens with your body and brain at the same time like you're falling in love or you're anxious about an exam or you had a huge fight with your parent, you know. Yeah, your interests, your ambitions, you like this, you don't like this. You see and no one... You enjoy more of this. You don't enjoy this. <laughs> exactly. And no one ever taught you how Who to do communicate you be these things. In the future? Where do you right. fit in into this yeah, so- in the society? Exactly. And there's no class for that in school. No, no way. There's absolutely, I mean, some some students in some schools and institutions are lucky to have mm. that um, compassion net person mm. or some have a counselor or just have a cool aunt maybe also. You are listening to Emotional Me with Peter and Amici. To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me, go to www.anchor.fm slash Emotional Me. To share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod. 
Emotional Me Pod. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255 654 9932 Let's go into teenage years. Yes, yeah, let's go into yeah. the teenage years. It, it starts at, uh, is it teen as in the language translation, you know, 13 to 18? Mm. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, to, to 19, yeah? yeah no, to 19. Yeah. I guess. I've never thought about it. Oh my God, <laughs> you've literally just put put a light on. Um, I guess we bring it back to also the scientific body, ah. right? That um, there are a lot of hormonal changes mm. doing that. Of course, there's like, depending on region, colder regions, warmer regions, mm. there's a lot of science which is included in that, right? Okay. And girls getting the menstruation, men, you know, like who have also their hormonal everything body happening yeah. right so that also is a huge transitional time and speaking about transitions yes i'd like to hear from you as well but for me when i think of when i think back mm-hmm. to when i started my teenage years 13 for example uh was around when i was finished in tanzania the academic curriculum you have primary school which is about seven years and then you go to secondary school which has two stages the ordinary level and the advanced level ordinary level is four years Mm. advanced level is two years after that you go to college or university so teenage years Mm. usually fall secondary school between these two stages for many people yes yeah for many people so around 12 13 14 that's when people start form one which is the first Mm. level of secondary school so when i think back at that time some of the things that were happening um (laughs) <laughs> My peers started becoming very mm. important to me, okay. very influential as well. Yes. I can remember like what they think of me suddenly had so much power mm-hmm. in driving my behaviors, opinions, and the way I do things compared to before. Yeah, And uh, there was this zest of wanting to be independent, mm-hmm. wanting to do things my way, you know, being, you know, parents following up on school and this have you done this suddenly started irritating me mm. you know i wanted yes. my freedom but also certain um immoral behaviors started you know also emanating from that time you know cursing a bit <laughs> <laughs> you know so i could notice it like and when i was at school with my you know peers and stuff that was the environment that was you know supporting these new forming behaviors yeah and it continued like that it's a period like you said it's a period of figuring things out experiencing new things and it can pull you to different directions yeah depending on your environment of course yourself your family your culture and so many things and that's why i'm so much interested to hear how emotional intelligence fits Mm. into this because definitely at that point it was not something i was considering it's not something i was even aware of you know i was just going through life it's not like working blindly or something like that how was it for you 
Um, I'll like to touch down on a couple of things you said before uh-huh. until I give you yeah. my fantastic teenage years. <laughs> Your favorite I age. Hope, I hope my mom. <laughs> no, so um, you touched down to a lot of things, right? You yeah. touched down to the feelings you had yourself, but this is now you remembering that, right? But yeah. you were like, you wanted to be independent. You wanted to be like, you know, there's this urge of like peers fitting in, but also creating your own. There's so much going Going on, as you said, um, on your own journey now. Um, so you touched down on these, and mm-hmm. you asked me the question: How does that fit in? Mm. And you gave the answer right away by yourself: is like uh. being aware, uh-huh. right? I feel like the most of us, um, or we don't make space of actually allowing these feelings, right? You just live like life happens. Let's be realistic. Not all of us have the time to like when we come at school. There's someone there for us, you know, like who talks who sees that my grades go down, mm. you know, and give me a support. You know, it's not that I come home and my parents be like, oh, your grades went down. What's going on, babes? Mm. You know, like we haven't cultivated and not we as Tanzanians, but I feel like also this generation, mm. how we've been raised, right? Yeah. Through our parents, because our parents also had a lot of stress. We have to consider that every generation is raised in a different way. Our parents are post-independent Tanzania. You know, <laughs> all of them want the kids to go to school yeah right education is the key of life that was the ticket right and that's what they know so that's also what they taught us right yeah and now we are in this we're like are we all going to be able to afford these kinds of schools you know like what other skills are there needed is learning only through school you see must you go to school to you know learn can't you maybe you know homeschool and 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 if you look at the huge amount of how what we like to call dropouts I don't mm. like that. I li- I'd consider more like people who choose a different path, mm. right? But for that, there has to be a path. There has to be a guidance. Mm-hmm. But being aware that we're going through this as families, as ourselves, as teenagers or young human beings, or as a community in general, right? To see someone, that awareness helps, okay? In a good circumstance, or at least one person who sees you. Why is emotional intelligence or the skill of capturing emotions so important doing that? stage because you can then prevent things already you know if i know that the going down grades have actually something to do that there's something going on in the family and if we like sit together with the family and try to figure things out the grades will go back up immediately you know so when you know better you do better like i don't only want to tell parents that when your kids emotions are good they're gonna have good grades we also need to learn to measure what you need in life different you know like i'm 33 three now no one's gonna ask me what my grades in grade seven were you know what i mean (laughs) it doesn't matter at this point but it helped me to get to where i want to be yeah so i feel like putting that in a whole picture also for the students Mm. you know be like where do you want to get and can we look at that of course that takes time but emotional intelligence doesn't only mean that we're then going to be perfect but it means i can learn Mm. to deal right it also means how do i treat myself you know we were talking about this case earlier right about um, mm. young human beings who commit suicide or to decide to take a different path on their lives right yeah. out of different circumstances and these are prevention for these you know like yeah. we with emotional intelligence like how do I treat myself how good am I to myself how much self love mm. right how do I treat others how compassionate am I mm. you know and this is like the foundation of how we can actually cultivate 
emotional intelligence, which then you lead to self-regulation, right? Yeah. Like when I'm a teenager and I'm actually aware of my feelings and um, something triggers me because it's still life, right? Mm. I grow up with siblings, which are, oh, oh. <laughs> or, you know, like my parents, I don't know, you yeah. know, like my yeah. teachers. But if I'm aware of that and then I learn how to self-regulate, like I don't snap as fast, you know, mm. or things don't trigger me anymore as fast or I don't have to seek in into peer pressure for like substance abuse, you know, mm. which then will lead to different things. This is the reason why it's so important. I'd like to hear about your teenage years, yes. how it was, and then about the program. Yes. Because I think when you're developing, I think personal reflections also mm. fit in there somehow. I have to say I had a diverse range of teenage years. Mm. Um, why I say diverse range is because my mom was just going through a divorce. Oh. And um, we are three of us. So there were a lot of emotions involved. You can just can imagine. imagine, right? Yeah, and I, I was uh, literally just turning a teenager. I was like stepping in, right? And as the oldest, I had a lot of responsibility ah, from so there. You were three, you were the first and I'm born. the oldest, yeah. Ah, and I'm okay. the only girl too. Ah, the right? other two were boys. Yes. Our boys, um, huh? Exactly. <laughs> um, and we are pretty far apart, my, me and my siblings, right? Mm. It's four and eight years, which put me in a situation, right, where I'm like, okay, now, not that my mom ever said that in terms of like, now you're parenting, but because like where I come from, like I'm Tanzanian and I'm, mm. that's my culture, yeah. it's uh, very obvious that I help. You take, you right? take care of your mm, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was the layer number one, but also I was also in Germany, <laughs> right? So uh. it wasn't like I had to do everything. My mom is... Like the amount of emotional work my mom did is incredible. She's probably also my biggest teacher and like all my emotional me's. But for sure also navigating teenage years, navigating myself in a complete white society as an African Tanzanian, right? <clears throat> teenager. <laughs> Adapting. And this is where now it like, that's why I say broad range because they were like living white teenage life. Like they were going to party, like their parents drove them to clubs, you know, like all mm. that, <laughs> like, but my mom adapted, I feel like in a good way, like she still always made sure, <laughs> but she gave me freedom. So I didn't have that rebellious, like I need to be free, you know, like my mom gave me a lot of liberty and not that I did experiment with my freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it that way. I did experiment with my freedom. But looking back at it, and maybe one significant story is because we want to know where our boundaries are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that a lot of people think when we leave children that emotional freedom that they will like, and then an Alka be an artist. Or you know, like yeah, they'll yeah. be the most something I can't imagine for, you know, because I'm still so torn up in the I, what I think society wants, you know. So that's why we don't give kids freedom. We give them like rules and this is what you follow to be a good human being. Yeah. To get access to new episodes of Emotional Me, go to www.anchor.fm slash Emotional Me. To share your feedback or comments on any episode of Emotional Me, go to Instagram and visit the page at Emotional Me Pod. Emotional Me 
pod. For questions and more details, send us an email through emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Emotionalmepod at gmail.com. Or send us a WhatsApp plus 255-654-993-220. Tell us about the program. Um, yes, so the program... Before we go yes. into the program, why this program? Yes. I feel like the discussion we've been having up to this point mm-hmm. is exactly why mm-hmm. we need these kinds of programs like yeah. the one we're about to discuss. Yes. You see all this uncertainty, exploring, a bit of experimenting, navigating. Yes. There's no clear map. There's no... And there cannot be. That. Even with emotional intelligence, still doesn't make it like a map or clear map. Mm-mm. But at least... It's a tool that can help you navigate. Yeah, it's like a torch that can you can shine light on different angles and help you see better. That's a beautiful picture (laughs) of it. Like look at it, or like shine light and be like, not today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not today. Yeah, Yeah. so that's why I look at the program that you're about to tell us. That's how I see it. It's like this torch that you can have, or you can help your son, your daughter, your young one to have, and it can shine their life. Yeah, Yeah. so tell us about the program. Thank you for saying that now. I feel completely humbled. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. Uh, So our program is like an afternoon program, which is aimed for students. We said 12 till 18, right? The main thing is actually to look at what we're going through, how we can deal with that, but also self-organization. Because sometimes for me, stumbling through life or even having difficulties maybe in academics, that's when parents mostly look at it. Oh my God, school. (laughs) something's going on right so that is also the closest approach but Mm. there are many others like there's also like being in your room all the time you know or drawing Yes, or having tantrums even still in your adolescence years, being completely quiet, you know, like also not talking, not regularly eating anymore. There's so many things, right? So if you can prevent those things before, like while teaching or training, right? It's not, I'm not teaching, but I'm training Mm. people to look at the emotional tools, right? Um, Self-awareness, consciousness, self-regulation, which then leads to different growth. So that is like part of the program, but the kids will also learn different tools like breathing methods, like we will incorporate yoga and meditation, right? We will incorporate journaling, but again, it's 2020, Mm. you don't need a pen, like we're going to use technologies like cool apps and things like that. I'm trying to make it as accessible for young human beings, right? Because also their parents signed them up because they're dropping out from school and they're like, (laughs) go, go do some emotional learning. They're like, oh, I have to sit with my Remy, you know, uh-huh. so I'm also trying to work with the students together to be like, hey, this is yeah. your chance. Like, okay, how long is the program? So, this particular program is a six week program, mm-hmm. and we'll meet once a week um, for one and a half to two hours, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll also, me and my team will also be available for like questions and things. But I'm hoping that this is like an introduction that students still want to stick around, you mm-hmm. know, like and continue with different programs. 
programs. There's so much you can do. There's so much volunteering also in our communities, how we can actually grow our emotional intelligence because at the end of the day, we do want to improve, right, in our yeah. emotional skills. Sure. We also work with parents together. Very who, important, like, of course. Who, like, put their hands up their heads, be like, what should I do? <laughs> I am running out of nerves and ears. <laughs> Or maybe you just who feel like they've lost the connection to talk to them. Yeah. Maybe they've also lost the connection to their own, like remembering, oh my God, how was it when I was 15? Did I understand the world or, you know? And it's very different, of course. It's very different. When they were 15, there was no Instagram. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> technology has, technology is also changing so much of yeah. our lives, right? Yeah, our yeah, accesses, but also considering who has access to technology, right? Yeah. Who's left that? Out. phones is always a very classist thing because you need money right yeah, it's yeah. like emotions also stick to that right like class all of these are indicators of how you can feel mm. right and like as a society and especially here in Tanzania and on the continent I do believe that we have to look at so many different layers right we have to look at race we have to look at gender yeah. you know like what women and girls go through what young men go through we have to <laughs> like I really like you see we have to look at the different layers of emotions there is no one way road yeah so how long has the program been ongoing yeah. right now this program is done at safe space mm. right so this is the launching of the youth section uh-huh. <laughs> but me personally i've been doing this before in my different jobs i've also been doing it as an empowerment trainer okay. which i also consider myself as an empowerment trainer and in, if yeah. today i want to access the program yeah. as a parent or <clears throat> to my kid to go through the program what's the process okay so for this particular teen empowerment program is through safe space okay so so i think a place to start could be uh visiting safe space they have they have a website they have online platforms you know instagram Instagram. exactly you can reach out to them and then that could be a starting point always and what i also offer is like even before that you come and talk to me right i give a certain amount of time like like let's have a 30 minute chat mm. right so, or they can le- reach you exactly through social platforms maybe you can share also your instagram yeah st- exactly my private personal one is call me remy it's that simple all right so the name of the program is called currently it's the Teen empowerment. Teen empowerment. Exactly. Wonderful people have just helped me create a logo. So we're in that phase of yeah. like launching. Right. Mm. I'm excited too. You know when it starts. <laughs> I'm excited too. Yeah, when it starts and. Uh, I'd like to wish you the very best. In my opinion, like I said, something like this, definitely, like you said, teen empowerment, I think mm. it's exactly that. Thank teen you. empowerment. And the empowerment through emotional intelligence, I think that's one great kind of, you know, empowerment mm. that can be, yeah? Because it connects to lots of other spheres of life. Yeah, I feel, you know, academic, career, skills, you know, mm. social skills, practical skills. It's very, very, very good. Um, something I'd like us to end and mm-hmm. on is what is your promise your vision these teens that you'll be working with 
success mm-hmm. of the program what does it look like mm. in your mind for you like yes. of course it's different for everyone but mm. success for the program what does it look like for yeah. you in your mind <laughs> oh oh my god so my best hopes yeah. <laughs> i read a quote the other day which i really really liked and i had to save it for myself which said happiness and peace are the new success okay. <laughs> <laughs> i just love that so much because again success is something Something we measure in our current society often on achievements, right? Possessions, all of these, like education, and, right? And as a teenager, it's mm. very much like your grades, how many friends you have, you know, like if you look cute or if you're handsome, like all of these things, your you know, shoes, <clears throat> and your bag, right? It's <laughs> crazy. Just imagine if you could measure success through like how happy someone is or how much someone laughs. Right, or smiles, or how much someone is able to tell you how they feel currently. To be like, hey, currently I'm going through something rough. I won't be able to make this. You know, like just someone who's really open. Be like, oh my god, this is such a successful person because mm. they are so rooted within their happiness and their peace. It mm. doesn't always have to be happiness, but in their peace, right, that they can vocal their emotions. Thank you so much, Remy. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. Yay. This is Emotional Me. 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 Emotional Me.